welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Alright, Christy. Are you ready to talk about Episode 3? I am. Oh, incredible. Well, we should probably get this show on the road then and talk about our favorite couple. Jasmine and Eris. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just making stuff up. (laughs) Well, where would you... Where where did we even start with them? Uh, I believe... Oh, with the cousin. Yeah, more more of of the cousin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who says this is laughable. Which, she's not wrong, but the timing of... Her comments are not particularly helpful, I would say. Wait, you mean the three to five minutes before he goes out and has to stand there for a half hour waiting for Jasmine to come marry him? (laughs) No, not not the best. Well, I, I suspect that she was expressing her displeasure for as long as she knew about this union. That's true. She did throw a little bit of a fit when he told his family. Yeah, I do. I do like Jasmine, though. So, hopefully, hopefully she does not get her heart broken. Well, Eris claims he is done with the streets. So, we will see. I mean that's that's what he's he's claiming here. I just it's hard to believe sometimes in how people present themselves on this show. So we see Jasmine make her way down the aisle and Eris claps, which I found very awkward. A bit of a strange reaction. Yeah, he was like full applause mode here when when she came walking down the aisle. And I mean, I guess it's a good thing that he was happy with the wife they yeah. gave him. It was but, just an odd mm-hmm. way of expressing that, I suppose. He does mention that she is tall because it kind of looks like she's slightly taller than him, I guess, with her heels on. Mm-hmm. But look, that always evens out. Once the flats come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's just a weird, weird way, in my opinion, to react. Like, not a, not a smile, not a, wow, she's beautiful. But a just clap, clap, clap. <laughs> like, the cadence of it was a little strange to me as well. But... I, I guess he was just so excited. I do remember that Jasmine's dad is a preacher. So it was interesting to see that. Apparently he yes. didn't super disapprove of this. No, I mean... And was even there for her, which is not something we always see with our couples here. There are typically a lot of parents missing. Especially when the parent is, like, religious. I think that's usually even more of a reason why sometimes they're not there. 
Yep. And I'm like, mm, how dare you? How dare you betray everything we've be- we believe in? You are disowned for getting married at first sight. And that's when you've really got to make it work because you don't have anything at that point if you divorce. Your family has left you. Deserted. <laughs> so I think the biggest takeaway from this section and i i just really i, I want to hear your your thoughts and opinions ab- about uh how you think this marriage is going to go in light of the dog conversation well so i guess maybe last week or the week before we learned jasmine has four dogs which already is a lot in my opinion, especially coming from someone who's never had a dog. I'm just imagining four of them running around the house, having to pick up after four of them, feed four of them, wash four of them. Christy can't even begin to imagine. No, I, I can't. When she heard that, the look of horror on her face. <laughs> but not only does she have four dogs, but she has a dog breeding business. And we learn just a little bit later that she currently has nine puppies in addition to her four dogs. So that's 13. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Eris's response <laughs> was exactly what mine would have been, like surprise, horror, just, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that does end up being a, a lot of chaos. It can be shorter term chaos if you're actually successful at what you do and and end up selling the puppies but still that is that's a a lot of chaos and a lot of barking probably (laughs) i forgot about Uh, the barking (laughs) yeah he he almost left right then i know (laughs) so so do you i mean you you think they're gonna make it (laughs) I I don't know. It it I guess it depends on like how long her extra dogs stick around. I mean, it's I I feel like it's typically eight eight weeks, ten weeks, something like that. I guess it may. So depend. basically, may, the duration of the experiment. It may <laughs> depend on the on the breed as well, but yeah. I did I did notice that. When they were like, I guess leaving to walk up the aisle, he like threw up the peace sign. Did you notice that? I did not know. I was not. I thought that was strange. Paying attention to that. No, cause, well, because you know he's leaving. He's leaving the streets behind. That is that is the theme for him. Though he did say something to the effect of uh, that if he didn't like how she looked, he was going right back to the streets. Oh. Like when he was up there before before the ceremony <laughs> that's always a nice sentiment <laughs> which is yeah yeah it's a it's a, a wonderful wonderful sentiment <laughs> yeah the the reception part of the episode is when he really started to look over it i feel like there was like this great shot of like the camera zooming in on his face and he just looked like he wanted to be anywhere else <laughs> Uh, yeah, this marriage is going to go super, super, super well. Oh, man. We also learned that both of them are not good communicators because his friend said that about him. And then when he chatted with her family, they told him she's not a good communicator. 
It's always interesting to me to listen to the essay that the family and friends put together when things surface like, yeah, so uh, this person just sucks at communicating. It's just like, thanks, guys. (laughs) Like, this is... This is at the wedding. I know. Some people really get thrown (laughs) under the bus. It's very funny to me, but I imagine it is also semi-mortifying as well, Mm -hmm. which makes for great television. It's why we're all here, for the humiliation. (laughs) I also thought when Jasmine chatted with his family, she really got grilled there, particularly by that same cousin. Yeah, that... (sighs) Who doesn't... Just won't accept any of her answers as genuine. (laughs) That cousin is on the war path. I know. Maybe we'll see if she continues to make appearances later on. She just, like, keeps trying. You need to to divorce her. I imagine the cousin will be there at the little family swap thing they do. Oh, boy. That's that's not going to go well. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, these two kind of on the fence. I like Jasmine, not totally convinced by Eris, but maybe he has changed his ways. I'm still skeptical because of the whole, like, hookup two, two, two and a half seconds before getting married. But... Oh, I have other reasons why I'm still skeptical. Oh, oh boy. Have you been reading spoilers? <laughs> no, this is what was in the episode, so when... They were like both rating their spouses. Jasmine told her friends, oh, he's like a nine and a half. Eris said she was an eight. Like on a scale of like one to Beyonce or whatever. So apparently she's not as good as Beyonce. That's just a, it's such a weird situation to me. Because I know that Beyonce is a beautiful person but it's just a weird a weird scale yeah like who made her the the right right exactly like how what i just i don't see it i don't see it and then the other reason was when his grooms erison and his groomsmen were talking about what was going to happen on the wedding night and he made that get on your knees joke Uh. Which was really distasteful and disgusting, I thought. It is a bit... uh, I'm sure there are other words for it, but just selfish and maybe a bit narcissistic to just be like reduce it to that. Like, yes, I'm going to get mine, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't like that. So a little, a little grossness this season so far, which is interesting to me. That I feel like we didn't really get much of any of that last season. I know we kind of had a little bit of like, hmm, with the whole Nate and the stripper thing, mm-hmm. and then we had maybe had a little bit with like Mitch in the work hot tub (laughs) (laughs) but but, 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 i don't know but besides that 
it seem pretty tame like i mean there's, there's... are you forgetting alexis and justin and his whole okay i penetrated <laughs> oh no <laughs> we don't talk about that <laughs> no i'm not forgetting that sadly i'm just saying that's not that's not uh that's not creepy to me is it in bad taste and show how poorly their marriage went yes absolutely <laughs> but there's been a number of things in these first three episodes so far that are more like man that just strikes me as kind of creepy and just not not right as far yeah. as like how how these women are viewed by a couple of the husbands yeah, I'm thinking of Clint as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. Don't even get me started. So should we talk about our next couple? Yes. Who should we do next? Let's talk about my favorite lady with a Y in her name. Dominique. Dominique. <laughs> and McKinley. Domin Mac. For those of us who cannot spell. So we learned, I thought this was interesting, that McKinley did not give the experts a super specific description of what he wanted his wife to look like. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for the fact that he's definitely a boob guy. You know, I have to throw that in there. But I guess, like, in terms of race, he didn't specify. Which... Personally, I feel like is super normal, but maybe it yeah. isn't. I mean, on Married at First Sight, they always seem to pair black people with black people. It's rarely mixed, I've noticed. So this is a bit unusual pairing the two of them in terms of what they normally do. They did that because of Mac's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that could be a factor. Yeah, well, yeah, because Mac was saying how he was—he's yeah, kind of concerned he was maybe too vague for with his description. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we learn her mom is ready for grandkids. Oh, man, that is always so cringy to me. Like, can we at least get through the first eight weeks before you even mention I mean, a grandchild? Can, can we first get through the wedding? <laughs> not, not even to men like not even mentioning the fact, right that. Her mom is the one who signed her up for this pro yes. process as well, which just, it sets my whole mind spinning because I'm like, okay, so this woman is so desperate for grandbabies that she is willing to make her daughter go on national television and marry a 40-year-old so that she can have grandkids sooner. It's, it's a little messed up. That this, I, obviously that that may not be the the reality. Maybe not. Probably, but maybe not. It's just a little strange to me. It's like yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait another year or two for you to find somebody, and then another year or two after that for marriage, and then oh my goodness, you could be another five years before I had a grandbaby. I, I don't have time for that. I want them now. So yes, always a bit cringe to me. That, like It all gets reduced down to that. I'm sure that 
most anybody who gets married can relate to that. It's like there's always an immediate deluge of, hey, well, when are you going to have babies? People are so It's only natural. I mean, are you... You, you pregnant? Mm, uh, are you like? Mm. <laughs> <sighs> very, very strange. Uh, I did want to mention how Dominique's friends were all very supportive of her, still thinking that she was ready for marriage. Do you agree with their assessment? Well, she is an old soul. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. Roll my eyes right now <laughs> at that. I mean, she's as ready as anybody ever is on this show, I suppose. Yeah, even if she is on the the young side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we both know what's next. And it's what I've been waiting to talk about. It's the only thing I truly care about this episode. And that is talking about Mac's mom. Oh, one one small thing before that. What do you think of the fact that he lives with his best friend's parents? So. Like, how's that going to work? Well, that's why they have the neutral apartment. Well, uh, that is a bonus for him. But, like, I guess I mean after, like. So, I... Uh, I don't know, to be perfectly frank with you, because I know I like I don't know what his his job situation is because I know he moved from somewhere all the way yeah. to Nashville, so it is not particularly strange for me that he would have that living situation if he was like trying to get situated and you know in a new area and stuff like I would probably rather live with my best friend's parents than just like some other weird thing especially if it was way way cheaper so i just don't know what is happening on the career front because i don't recall hearing anything about that neither and so i don't know if he's currently like still looking for a job or he has a career and he's just still in transition and it's just been easy for them so i i don't i don't know the answer to that i'd have to do some more research to try to find out what his actual career is and if he has a job because i feel like i remember him mentioning something at some point later about how she was like making the money or something oh interesting but that is always a little bit and this may be just our, our our cultural and social conditioning to be suspicious of a man his age who, like, doesn't know what he's doing. And personally, I think that's a bit unfair. <laughs> I guess the, the timing of it is just interesting. Correct. Well, I'm, but, I I appreciate you diverting us to that. Well, no, back, though, back to Max Mom. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Who does not want Dominique to be either a diva or bitchy. Uh, Which is, uh, I mean, it's just an interesting place to go immediately. Like that's, (laughs) that's, that's the first port of call. Not, 
oh like caring i, I hope loving. i hope I, yeah i hope she she's like her, her character compliments you well or no and when they when they walked together to the doors of the ceremony room her face i laughed out loud <laughs> you it did it was so funny to me it was absolutely hilarious because she looked so just perfectly angry <laughs> at this situation does does that about sum it up i'm showing it, him a screenshot christy <laughs> is showing me a screenshot of his mother's face and yes she she looks like she is ready to burn something to the ground yeah she's not happy if looks could kill whatsoever <laughs> and that wasn't even the first or well that was the first time but it wasn't the only time she looked similar to that she was very <laughs> upset <laughs> was there anything of note that happened during their ceremony to you uh that's a good question the only thing i noticed was that he looked a little apprehensive as she made her way down the aisle so at that point i was a little unsure was like does he like the way she looks or not but i think he did think say she was gorgeous later so yeah they did have that that uh little exchange when she got up there when he asked her if i i guess if he's like is this your your first time marrying at first sight or something and she's <laughs> like yeah or, or, or actually i think it was maybe is is this your first marriage yeah it's like uh, yeah, yeah that, i that, hope that, so that, that little exchange which is kind of funny uh yeah, besides that, uh, not not really. Just uh, always question marks. It's like, hmm, what is the real reason for the deep-seated anger? Who knows? <laughs> so Dominique does forget his name. That was also very ceremony. funny. She could not, for the life of her, remember. No. She was just going over variation after variation. McKaylee was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, which is a little sad. I mean, she's what twenty five. I mean, losing I can, her memory already. I oftentimes forget people's names when they tell me as well, so I won't come down too hard on her for that. <laughs> it's a very stressful situation. Well, they they did, uh, they did get married at first sight, so it is a bit understandable uh, it's just always funny to see stuff like that happen she's like wow <laughs> you really you really just had so much going on in your head that it just the name did not permeate no through it, far sailed, enough. it sailed right over mm -hmm. there was a little bit of a uh-oh moment when they revealed their ages <laughs> he asked if he is too old and she says no she feels 38 <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny to me. It's like, yeah, what does I just, that mean? I wake up every morning and everything hurts. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to pee. I'm so old. I don't know. I don't know what the the metrics are for that, but that is funny to me when people talk like that. That they're they're an old soul or 
they feel a certain age. But I guess we'll see. I mean, she she seems like she has a decent head on her shoulders, at least. So yeah, far. Yeah, I would say so. We'll, I mean, we'll see. It may just be that she leaves him for the stripper <laughs> in another couple episodes. But we'll we'll cross that bridge if we get there. <laughs> so back to Mac's mom. Oh, yeah. Who continues to deliver the entertainment. So the mom is just, like, generally unhappy, even as she's, like, talking with Dominique. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because she had a whole list of things that she wanted. She wanted the, like, typical relationship progression. She Mm -hmm. even mentioned, uh, she mentioned courtship, which is interesting to me because that's a very specific word. Yes. That's not used a ton. It's not used a ton unless you are, like, from a more religious background or more, like, quote-unquote traditional background. So that was, yeah, it was kind of like, hmm. hmm. Yeah, that stuck out to me as well. Uh, yeah, so she really wanted things to move slowly. And, you know, unlike Dom's mom, who wants grandchildren immediately, Mac's mom wanted things to move more slowly. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, get married in a couple years. <laughs> Well, she did not get her wish. No. No, she did not. Uh, and did you want to mention what we saw in After Party about that as well? Do you remember that? Um, oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember that very vividly. Yes, I made a whole post about that that I completely forgot about. So apparently the day before the wedding... Mac's mom offered him $50,000 to not do the show, which is absolutely wild. And I also am wondering if that happens to be the amount you'd have to pay if you break your contract and decide not to do the show, which is where that dollar amount could have come from. So essentially, he wouldn't gain 50000 He would just be single. That is an interesting point i i hadn't thought about it from that perspective about perhaps being a penalty for breaking the contract i'm pretty sure there would be a penalty like the day before the wedding everything's locked in you've already signed contracts at that point so hmm i don't know so the question i have for you christy is if you're getting married and one of your parents offered you fifty thousand dollars not to get married what would you do? Like in the context of this show? I'm just saying in the context of anything. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, it would make me, I mean, if we're not talking about married at first sight, it's just like a normal marriage. It would be like maybe questioning like, well, who's the person I'm marrying? Like, why do they want to spend that much? But but would you take it? <laughs> not if, if I'm marrying the right person, no. <laughs> Wow, Christy is so upstanding. She is unswayed <laughs> by bribes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of money, 50000 mm-hmm. I guess the mom is loaded enough. I, guess, I mean, 
she has the haircut of somebody who could be loaded. <laughs> she has she has that like mom like video game end boss haircut where it's just like the very specific haircut of like I will talk to your manager and you oh. will regret living. <laughs> But I don't want to be too mean because her mom, as we find out, is just super great, super wonderful. That's what we found out, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there was that whole conversation where Dominique decided to bring up race and said that, like, growing up in the South, she's had a lot of struggles with people accepting her i guess dating interracially and she wants to be accepted i guess i didn't have much of the mom's response besides i think you're lovely well and and uh just no no it's, it's not about race i'm sure you're great it's just i want things to be traditional don't worry don't worry not racist <laughs> <laughs> just traditional because even uh dom's sister i guess who was there for that conversation was like yeah like i was i was encouraging him and supporting him and she wasn't very happy about it <laughs> <laughs> well we did learn on after party that mac has dated white latina and black women before and that the mom was o apparently okay Allegedly with it okay yeah with it so we're going with the narrative for now that it is specifically married at first sight that she has the problem with yes, and not the, the all black people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we did get a conversation with Mac as well. Um, the reverse talking about all this stuff as well. And he, he assures her family that everything will be fine. Yes, because they did ask as well. And he said, family is open arms. So yes, we have to trust that. One, one day, once she gets over the fact that he betrayed her by shunning a traditional courtship for going on reality television, <laughs> then then there will be open arms. But until then, angry face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so are there going to be relations, do you think? On the wedding night? Yes. Well, Dominique indicated no. <laughs> so I guess we'll go with that. It's It's still somewhat comical to me to watch these episodes and I think I said it last week too but just like it's always typically the women are like no nothing is going to happen and the guys are always like well like however she's feeling like I'd be into it <laughs> <laughs> it's and, then, like and then you switch back to that and she's like no 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 I need a, I need a deeper emotional connection <laughs> Yeah, the guys are always raring to go, but they're like, but if she says no, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> Which is just, 
weird to be, to have to be like, yeah, fine, whatever. I'll just yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll accept that. And it's like this is a whole other person that you're talking about. <sighs> okay, let's do Kirsten and Shaquille. Kirsten, excellent job at saying the name correctly. <laughs> Uh, yes, this legitimately probably is my favorite couple of these two. Yeah, they're interesting to watch. I just, it's a good combination of people who seem like decent people, like both of them, and they seem relatively stable for now. And so that makes me happy. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of drama with them this week. He's finally starting to realize that she's just not interested in kissing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty big misstep, I guess. Yeah, the fact that he didn't ask, mm-hmm. which is an unusual... Yeah, that's an expectation she had that isn't normal for the show or is not always there, so... Right, especially since there's... There's not an opportunity to have those discussions. No. You just kind of have to wing it. It's like this weird, awkward moment on the spot. And if you hesitate too long, then it becomes even more awkward. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the exact same thing across the board, like with all this stuff. I mean, you think about the cutting of the cakes even. Like, that's something that you can have a conversation with your fiance about and be like, we are not going to smush cake in each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. Or like, let's do like, I am going to take your head and smash it into the cake. Oh, great. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't have any of those conversations. And so bringing in hesitation is very dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, and I as think we saw. I think that's I think that's what happened is he kind of hesitated and he kind of went for it and so he wasn't decisive enough but he also didn't ask for permission and so that kind of turned her off I think. Yeah, and he he gave her enough of a second or two to like do the little turn swerve thing. Yeah, he probably should have just went just went for it. Yeah. Or like hey i'm gonna kiss you is that okay and then she went like eh. <laughs> but that's still at least less awkward than the platonic sort of side hug <laughs> yeah which i think if that that seems like their problem for now like i i hopefully things things change but that seems like the the problem that they have is they're in this sort of weird place where it's not totally marriage because they're kind of dancing around that like physical aspect of it i don't know if that makes any sense yeah like his friends were telling him later don't stay in the friend zone right (laughs) so i guess we'll see uh we'll see if they uh get out of that talk to me about this couple tell tell me more more must have happened um there wasn't a ton 
else other than the chat with her cousin and bridesmaids where essentially <laughs> God showed him the signs and he wanted to do something different and apparently coming to Nashville led him right to this moment. Which I'm sure in some in some ways was true. Life moves in a progression and your decisions lead you in a direction. I did get a kick out of the the sort of panel of women judging his answers there and mm-hmm. and and grilling him which i think isn't that what one of them even said yeah grill him like a like, rack of yeah, barbecue ribs yeah we're gonna grill him like a rack of barbecue ribs uh because one of them also said something about you know you're you're saying you're saying the right things you know all, all this but like you know, you could be an actor. <laughs> Everybody's so skeptical. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't seem inauthentic or anything. It's not like he's given them a reason to be like suspicious. Not, not, not yet. Not yet. I mean, he seems he seems like a pretty decent guy to me. Will that continue to be the case? I don't know. So, unless. You had something you were going to say. The, uh, the question I wanted to ask you, though, about them is, is Kirsten physically attracted to Shaquille? Well, she's not attracted to his head. Um, <laughs> what, I, what, what about his head? So terrible. I guess not enough hair follicles or... Not not enough. <laughs> he is totally, but I know he, I'm sure he shaves it, but. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, she specifically asked for hair. A low haircut, not a no haircut. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he had that whole like retrieving the garter, grinding on her scene. I'm not sure if that swayed her. I do not like that. That is just remains one of the most creepy wedding traditions to me. It's so cringy. Like everybody's like cheering and whooping and hollering in the background, which just adds to the right. Like I don't, I don't, I don't need to be there as you like simulate sexual activity. <laughs> I don't need that. And then I don't, I don't need to be around as you like give it to somebody else to like put on their head. Well, that's not normal. But I think was was that. <laughs> He's, was that his brother? I don't or remember which which wedding that was at, but one it, of them retrieved the garter and then it ended up on the head of like one of the grooms. It it was it was either it was either Shaquille and Kirsten's wedding or uh Eris and Jasmine's wedding because it was like one of their brothers or cousins yeah. or something like that. Um yeah, that that's just it's so weird to me. Like why no, like it's such a creepy creepy tradition. It's like, "Oh, here you go. Here's the garter. <laughs> now you can run around with it." No. <laughs> it's so weird to me. It's like, "No, keep keep that like sexual show to yourself, okay? If you want to get up in your hotel room 
and get all sultry and sexy and remove the garter and play around, whatever. But I don't need I don't need that to be in my life, okay? I'm sorry if I am a ye old Puritan on this, but it makes me uncomfortable. It is a little awkward. Yeah, so correct. She does not seem to be particularly attracted to him at this point. There are a couple strikes against yes. him. Yes. And perhaps will be more strikes in the near future. Should mm. we move on to Nicole and Chris? We can move on to them. So I just have to say this kind of applies to more than one couple, but this show spends so much time like building up the weddings and like they spend so many episodes on them and yet these wedding dresses are not tailored properly. Like Nicole's strap kept falling over and over again. I forgot to mention with Dominique, like her yeah, you whole, didn't like that. Her whole like bodice of the dress was like too big. Like every time she sat down, she was having to pull it up and keep her boobs covered. Like how how do they get this wrong consistently? Christy was complaining the whole episode. <laughs> it's like this is like the wedding dress is like one of the most important parts. Yeah, I I guess it it must have to do with the time frame given that if we if things are to be believed there are literally two weeks between when they choose the dresses and when the weddings happen. So that, yes, that is not much time for alteration. you could pay somebody to do that. This is a multi-million dollar show on cable TV. You would, you would think that... You could literally could, fix the yeah. dress in an afternoon with a competent seamstress. This is not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all can hear the pure passion in Christy's voice here. And how painful it is for her to have to, I just don't have to watch this. Yeah, it is It is a bit of a bummer and somewhat of a missed opportunity, uh, especially since, and I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but for me personally at least, the first three, four episodes are the most boring episodes of all for me. Because you just have so much buildup that doesn't really feel like it leads to anything. And so much workout footage and just <laughs> all of this all of this footage and information that just really isn't much of anything. And I, I again I can't speak for everyone, but like the whole time I'm sitting here being being all cranky, like, hey, like, let's get to the actual honeymoon where the drama starts. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the actual relationships with these people. That is what I am here for. Yeah, besides all the... being forced to do the podcast by you. <laughs> I am here for the drama and the relational conflict and the figuring out of how do two people try to integrate their lives when they have no idea 
who the other person is. Yeah, all the time that we spend before they see each other at the altar, I think is what you're talking about because... Yeah, it's it, just, eh. Yeah, they need to actually get together. And then they make it worse by having ill-fitting wedding dresses. <laughs> and that that was the last straw for me. So, oh. So we already saw Nicole and Chris's wedding last week, I think. So... This week, we just kind of had the talking at the the reception. There was a very, like, was it? No, that was actually a different wedding. Sorry. But we had a speech from Nicole's dad. Yeah, right, right after the wedding, which mm-hmm. was a little strange. Yeah. He talked about how unusual it was. Oh, crap. Who... Whose wedding had the crying bride? That, that's what that I was. What you're yes, that's what I was referring to a second ago. That was Clinton Gina's okay. wedding. The bride's okay, was okay, crying. we'll get we'll get to that. I just that popped into my mind. I was like, which, by the way, I saw someone say on the internet, which I forgot to fact check this, but that speech she gave about oh, if you're going to steal, like steal her yeah, heart yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. someone said that was from a movie. Yeah, it, it from Hitch. Yes. That sounds correct. So literally, that's not even an original speech she gave. No, no, it was a, it was totally totally ripped off. But back to to the the our current couple Nicole, of the yeah. hour. So, what is this about Chris being too nice that Nicole was talking about with her bridesmaids? I mean, haven't I been saying this the whole time? No, but what you were saying was that, like, he's saying he's nice, but he's actually not. But Nicole is thinking, oh, he is actually nice, but you're saying nice? she, You're saying she was saying that seriously? Yes. But, like, how, I guess, how seriously? Because I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Like, what was the intent Almost like there? she was going to, like, walk over him. Like, he wasn't going to. Okay. Not, not, oh, he's. He's so nice. How could I ever measure up? Or oh, he's so nice. Like that's suspicious. But oh, no, he's, not he's suspicious. He's too nice. So because I am FBI, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna destroy him. Which is that's very silly to me as well. Yeah, that, we but, don't need to hear that joke anymore. <laughs> Full blooded Italian, like that. That is almost as cringy to me as the whole. Uh, thing that shows up in movies sometimes which is what is it like the the female body inspector that fbi version it's just like why why are we coming up with these things let's just not go there uh see i think that she's wrong because i think that he is not actually that nice and therefore she won't walk over him as much because truly he is deeply suspicious and evil I mean, we haven't seen anything from him that says that. You've been like on his case from the beginning. Christy, Christy is very confused by my perspective here, but I am going to, I'm going to hold to this, okay? Maybe I'll be wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong because as cynical and horrible as I am, I always do have the hope that if these relationships have any sort of foundation or grounding that they do succeed like i do legitimately want that 
but I am also deeply suspicious of him. And I've tried to explain myself, but maybe maybe I just don't make much sense in those explanations. But we'll we'll see. But well, Nicole's dad is also <laughs> in on the same line of thinking I mean, as you. I mean, I don't think I don't think he he really was though. Like I I think what he was talking about was just more general as in like I don't know you so you could be anything a but, criminal a right? scam artist yeah. are you says. a criminal <laughs> a scam artist a bad person like all this all this stuff uh and time will tell whether he is a criminal or a scam artist <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> i mean we've had some kind of wacky wacky times in married at first sight no criminals as of yet so i guess that's that's good uh i guess <laughs> since we're we've been talking about it so much uh, are they gonna have sex well not the first night well but why not you gotta get to know each other first uh that's that's what they're saying these days <laughs> yep okay <laughs> again what was i just saying the women are always like, no, it's not. It's definitely happen. a pattern. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not terribly surprised, but there, there you have it. Uh do you have anything else on them? I feel like no, these we didn't two, see much of them. And then uh, what? Are, who, who? I don't even remember. Clint oh, and yeah. Gina. But I feel like we didn't have very much with them either. Am I wrong? No, because we saw both their weddings last week. So yeah, this was just a very quick glimpse yeah we learned more about gina's salon business she's got eight people working for her which is pretty good that's she's bringing in some serious money thus how she can afford the half a million dollar condo well i i don't i, I revise my opinion because i i saw the clip again and it's it seems like clint at least is renting the clip I saw, I believe he specifically said that he was renting. I don't know about her. She very well may own. But oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, that doesn't mean that they're not fabulously wealthy because I'm sure that to rent in that building is also incredibly expensive. So Probably even more so since you don't own it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, keep on, keep on going. Keep talking to me here. I mean, we didn't see a lot from them, honestly. I mean, there was a small part where she kept talking about her work. Yeah, he was not very happy about that. <laughs> I mean, but that's kind of... We already talked about the bridesmaid crying with the speech, the plagiarized uh, yeah, I, speech. I just... Uh, I still, like, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Because, again, that, that was a, a, a speech... If I remember correctly, done by Will Smith <laughs> in the movie Hitch, where he plays a like relationship consultant, and she read this little mini speech to them and could not contain herself and just broke down sobbing. And I just, 
I am sorry. I just I I'm I'm speechless because I mean I laughed because I couldn't handle it. Uh, I just I don't know what to tell you really. It was just very strange to me that it would elicit such a response. But maybe I'm just a cold-hearted son of a gun. Maybe, maybe I am too. <clears throat> Yes, you're definitely a cold-hearted son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, eh, I'm just still, I'm still so skeptical of Clint. Yes, did you notice when he was chatting with her bridal party? There was one of them that was like, I want to say, like four inches away from his face. <laughs> that was such a strange. It was conversation, so close. Dude. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even, I, I don't even know what to tell you. It was kind of aggressive. I'm sure there was a lot of alcohol involved. Yes, I was wondering in, was in that drunk? particular conversation. I mean, even with with him, as, as well, and it was just also strange, like the the direction that conversation went in, and like. Him talking about being a sexual creature and well, he's uh, been with sixty five. You know, he has to keep it going. I know, which <laughs> that's probably one of my most like, the memory that's seared into my mind from this episode is him in that conversation talking about how he's learned so much from every person <laughs> he's been with. <laughs> And just, he should like, be really great at sex then. Well, I don't even know if that was purely about sex or more just like relationally, but it was just very funny to me to to think and because right, so many people it seems like who are maybe a bit more normal in terms of relationships is like, oh, yeah, I've had like three or four relationships and yeah, I just learned a lot from these people. And you hear this and your mind automatically goes to, so he literally said last ap- episode that he has had sex with over 65 people. And you're like, so is he counting all 65 of those people? Or like, when? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it just was humorous to me because- I found that funny as well. I guess well. he has, he, I- hopefully he has learned a lot and he has now reached the the final boss which is gina the let's hope it's the last one the last the last vagina he's going to be with maybe probably not maybe yeah anything else on them um i don't think so it was mainly just uh i think they were uh, giving him counsel about not being quite so aggressive at jumping into the whole sexual situations. Probably something he needed to hear, <laughs> considering his past. Something he is likely not going to listen to. Uh, but besides that, no, not really. There were a couple little things from After Party so Jasmine, Jasmine did not know about what Eris's cousin <laughs> was doing the whole night. 
Shaq said he would have kicked her out if that had been happening. He even <laughs> he even said that he had a cousin who was not supportive of him, and so that cousin never got invited to his wedding. I mean, I don't I don't blame him at all. No, nope. I think that that is actually reasonable. Yeah, as weird as being married at first sight is, you really need. A, a big old storm cloud no it just creates i mean he smartly was like that's probably just going to create a lot of drama let's just not have that yeah uh very very strange so it still happened though and we all got to enjoy that mm-hmm. i mean it's <laughs> great for us <laughs> uh so yeah. another thing was that i guess when mac walks down the aisle to get married he didn't introduce himself to dominique's family and so there was just a whole lot of awkward silence <laughs> like dom's stepbrother not really making eye contact with him so that might have been a bit of a misstep and then apparently shaquille said it never even occurred to him to ask if he could kiss her at the altar i mean i don't totally blame him still yeah I mean, it's pretty normal kind of not to, so. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, I will just briefly mention here, I I looked it up, and uh, in the 505 building that Clint and Gina live in, if you want a two-bedroom apartment that is just slightly over 1,000 square feet, you're looking at probably $4,500 a month in rent. That's not even that big. No, but, I mean, the advantages are so huge. I mean, their website itself says, dream of living like a celebrity? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it is, like, right in in Nashville. Yeah, great, great skyline. I personally struggle to... to conceptualize in my brain the reality of paying $4,500 a month in rent for yeah. for 1,000 square not, feet. Not to mention, I don't think I'd want to live right in the heart of downtown Nashville. That's a little too busy. Well, you clearly don't dream of living like a celebrity. So I guess not. Poo-poo to you. I cannot, I cannot believe it. Uh, well, I don't have anything else i am plumb out of material here for this episode so what i'm gonna ask you is what i ask you every week who is going to survive to decision day let us start with so i don't know how much our predictions are going to change from last week look the beauty of it is i don't write that down i come up with it in the moment as I say it, and then I don't think of it ever again until the next week, and I don't remember what I said previously. So <laughs> if if you're wanting to track this over time, more power to no, you. No, I'm but only I, I only tracked the first week. I don't I I don't I this will change probably every week. But let me just ask you about Kirsten and Shaquille. What do you think? Decision day? Yes or no? I'm still, I think, 
I'm going to stick with no on them. Unbelievable. I'm still saying yes. I'm saying yes. They're going to make it. They're going to survive. She'll get over his bald head. Yes. If if he can figure out how to woo her and excite her sexually, then it's game over. They are, they are good to go. How about Dom and Mac? I'm going to say no on that one. Wow. A little storm cloud over here. <laughs> Mm. Oh, no, there's, there's the age difference plus the previews look not so great for them <laughs> it's because she keeps calling the stripper <laughs> mm, I so I think this is going to change but trying to not include bias in my answer here unlike you I'm I'm gonna say yes for now because they seem like they get along well, and that's all that counts right now to me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Eris and Jasmine? Mm. Oh dear! <laughs> I, I I see Christy struggling. Those all those she's dogs. Like, she's she's like. <laughs> I want to say no again. I, I'm pretty sure last week I said yes, but that was before I knew about all the dogs. So you're saying no again? Well, look, do you, I'll, you, I'll no, stick with no, yes. You can't. You cannot let your previous answers cloud your judgment. Okay, if you need to say no on all of them, that's just how it is. I I don't believe you when you say yes. I mean, besides the dogs, they seem okay. So you're, you're going to stick with yes? I'll stick with yes okay. for now. Because I'm saying no. I don't think that they're going to survive the dogs and the street coming back to drag no. him back. I guess I was operating under the assumption that the streets, the streets don't, lost. don't have a grip on him anymore. Okay, well, hopefully not. But the dogs are a deal breaker, in my opinion. What about Clint and Gina? I'll say yes. There wasn't, at least this week, there weren't any, like, huge red flags. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to say yes because for rich people, there are other considerations when it comes to marriage than for normal people. <laughs> <laughs> and... Perhaps there will be some empire building going on here. Mm. So. Maybe. So, yes. I'll say yes for now. Uh, our last couple. Decision day. Yes or no. Nicole and Chris. Yes. Wow. I. Uh, I didn't see any issues with them this week. I know. I just. Mm. Oh, you just like, you don't like Chris. Mm. <laughs> Oh, my judgment is so clouded. Ugh. Okay, fine. I'll say I'll say yes. I I was peer pressured into it. Christy was kicking me. She wouldn't stop ki kicking me until I said yes. So, I'll say yes. There weren't any major problems this episode. Still deeply, deeply suspicious. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, to me, Chris is less suspicious than Clint and Art and Eris. 
I would say, to me, it goes Clint, Chris, Harris, in terms of suspiciousness. Is that totally justified? Maybe not, but that's how I feel. And this podcast is all about my feelings. That's your hot take. (laughs) Yes. So, Christy, the only thing left is to ask you the classic question. How can people get in contact with us? How can people engage with all the content that you're putting out there? Um, You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. They're all the same group dates podcast. Oh, yeah. On fire. Social media is really heating up these days. There's all sorts of drama happening every single second of every single day. So without further ado, we will talk to you next week, which coincidentally next week is the return of The Bachelor. The Bachelor season 27? Yeah, I think that's right. 27. 27.